Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast. Hey, it's January 1st. No, actually, it's a few weeks after that. Uh, we've already blown our New Year's resolution to be on time and punctual at the Mount Rushmore <laughs> podcast, but we could try to be topical. Wait, we missed that too. Um, but we are going to be discussing the Mount Rushmore of New Year's resolutions. And who's we? Uh, it's me, and I'm Jeff, and it's also Richard. Hello. And it's also Michael. Howdy. <laughs> uh, why did we Why did we choose this, guys? This is my. I mean, this was mine, and I just felt like we haven't we had we hadn't done like a personal one in a while. Mm. One where we kind of got in the nitty gritty of who we are. And oh, yeah, I'm not a huge New Year's resolution person, so this made me sit down and kind of think about what are some of the things I'd like to do differently or change in the new year. Yeah. So, mm. so yeah. That's funny. It's because it's like saying I'm not a big stepping on a rake person because each time I've done it, <laughs> it's hit me hard in the head. and It's been a crashing failure. <laughs> uh, well, let's do it. So uh, I, you kind of you chose it. Michael starts it. Uh, OK, my first resolution. Um, and it's not necessarily from this year. I was trying to think of some something is from this year. But like I was trying to think of stuff that I've that's happened in the past and um, stuff that. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. I think I'm in the same category as Richard. I don't make a ton of them. I like, I tried to do like a, like a Gmail search for when I used to use Gmail, like every day of my oh, life. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find like anything. I couldn't find any resolutions. Like, use Gmail less. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find any like promises to myself, but I, I thought of one that I, I kind of generally make every year, which is um, to get in a little bit better shape and it's boring and it's what everybody seems to do. But I think you just get that feeling post Christmas, Thanksgiving, like they hit you month after month, you know, October, then, uh, uh you know, uh, Halloween, then, uh, Thanksgiving, then Christmas. And you're just like January 1st, you're just like, Oh my God, what have I done? What have I done to myself <laughs> over the past three months? <laughs> why do I, why do I look and feel like a slug? Oh, this is awful. But I think well, yeah, it's probably I think, the I think it's the number one uh resolution probably that everybody makes. But I and it's also the one that I think that um uh is the number one that's like dropped by everybody, like after what January eighteenth. Yeah. Yeah. You are going through it. A... I think it's it's a it's also like it's just too hard to do. So I have yourself. So mine, mine is similar to this, but not quite the same. Yeah. Mine is, I need Pain to stretch. Weight. Yes. <laughs> mine is, I need to get, become as bloated as possible. No, mine is, I, I started to say like, oh, I want to work out more. But the reality is I know I'm going to work out however much I work out. And a resolution is not going to help me with that. But what I do need to do more than anything else, and this will help me to work out more, is to stretch. Hmm. I am stiff and immobile. I am basically like the anti-Gumby. I'm like if you took a Gumby and you dipped it in water and froze it, and you couldn't move any of, the, any of the, the legs or the arms or anything anymore. That's basically who I am at this point. You're that little, you're that little um, jar of Play-Doh that's just been left out and not capped. Yes. And now I'm, all, now I'm just crumbling anytime I, I move. So I have, we have a Peloton, and I use it from time mm. to time. But one of the things that you get with Peloton is you can go on their Roku channel, 
or go on their on their uh, the Peloton app on the Roku uh, platform, and they have a bunch of different stretching programs. You know, 10, 15 minute, you know, on lower body, upper body, core, all that kind of stuff. And that's what I need more than anything else, because I used to be pretty flexible and mobile. And now I am not. And that hmm. makes it hard for me. To, it makes it hard for you to work out. It makes it hard for you to want to run or ride a bike or do anything like that when you're just stiff and sore and achy all the time. I love so you that's both chose, stretching. It seems like you both kind of chose... I have a realistic idea of what that is for what, what this general idea of physical wellness is and moving towards physical wellness in terms of mobility and, you know, maybe it's becoming more lean or actually leaning away from the feasting that you've been doing over the holidays, Michael, because it seems like what you're you're not saying is I got to lose weight. It's just, I got to get off this feasting train that. Yeah. There's, there's a, like a self-realization that like, okay, I've, uh, it's just too much. And I think that uh, there's a point when you can just really pull it in, make small changes that actually are effective mm-hmm. um, until next, uh, I don't know, October. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I, th- uh, I think, I think the real trouble with the new year's resolutions are the assumption that it has to be lifelong or that it has to be for the full year. Yeah. Which brings me to my second choice. Oh, yeah. Which is just, um, I've done this before. Giving up, like, drinking for a month. Mm-hmm. It's a not as January. hard. Yeah, or whatever it is. Whatever, you know, could ch- choose a month somewhere in there. It's not in February. There's less amount of days. Get trick, yeah. <laughs> trick yourself past <laughs> that one. Uh, it's not as hard to do as you think it is. It's just like, okay, I'll, um, instead of having a beer, I'll have a fizzy water or whatever. Uh I'll have, just drink more water, get loaded up, get so bloated on water that you don't, <laughs> that you can't possibly drink. You, the opposite of being parched is just being flooded with water. <laughs> but I think having a small goal like that um, is one of those things that just like uh, is achievable. Like for like New Year's resolutions, like just don't, don't overcommit to something because then you're just going to, you're going to fall off. Yeah. Cause you can't be perfect. It's like, it's like trying to convince my child to like how to make his bed. It's like, you don't have to make it as good as mom and dad make your bed. Just try yeah. your best. Try to get the blanket somewhat square on there and try to line up your little stuffies like, you know, as best you can. And then it's fine. It's you're good. So mm-hmm. like, I think uh, one of those for me is just like, you know what, just do it for a month. Maybe it'll stick. Maybe it, um, it won't, but you got 30 days just, and you'll feel better. A lot of it's about feeling better. I'm impressed when people are very specific, like, like a no meat Mondays, you know, or no, mm. I'm not going to drink on this day or we're going to replace it with this other thing. I'm going to replace it with this thing. Like you said, like water, if I'm so saturated <laughs> with, with H2O, maybe I can't put any Jack Daniels in there. Michael, if Homer Simpson can go without alcohol for a month, you can too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Think of all the money he saved. Uh, okay, uh, Richard, what's your second one? All right, my second one is uh, being more assertive at work. Oh. Or not, whatever. <laughs> no, I just, I'm, especially at work, I'm a go-along-to-get-along person. You know, if my if my boss gives me an assignment, even if it's something that I don't agree with, 
or if I'm already swamped with two or three other things, I'm just going to accept it and just figure out a way to make it work and just sort of move on with it. Yeah. And after a while, that just gets old. I think it's tough. And it's not my boss's fault. It's not anybody else's fault. It's my fault for not standing up and saying, wait a second, this doesn't seem right, and here's why. Or, Mm -hmm. hold on, I'm really swamped, so we need to rearrange my schedule so we can make everything work, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something that I've dealt with my whole life. And after a while, it's like, wait a second. What's the common denominator between all of these issues I've had at my job hmm. where I feel like that I'm don't have enough a sit, not enough say in what I'm doing mm-hmm. or I'm kind of doing stuff that I, I, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like I have enough of a say in it. The common denominator is me. It's not the job. It's me. Yeah. So I need to be, I need to be better at standing up for myself. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up, nerd. Okay, whatever. What is it about your disposition that you think do you do you, I, I think of you a person who has uh, amazing adapt amazing capabilities. You've been flexible enough to to be employed and have all this different you're a very resourceful person. So it seems like you have been a person who was able to accomplish all of these things. So you you probably believe in yourself to to the point where you can do that. Okay. <laughs> that's just the veneer. Oh my goodness! That's a, yeah. It's like the, uh, the the candy coating outside of M M&M. and M. Okay, that is. No, I guess I do. You know, it's it's not so much. A, it's not a self confidence thing. It's just a. I am I am a confrontation averse person oh, okay. to begin with. Yeah, and I think that's more of it than anything else. And if I were to extrapolate this to be a bigger. A, a bigger issue I need to be less non-con I, I need to be willing to embrace more confrontation mm-hmm. within reason especially at my work and not just go out of my way to avoid any sort of confrontations at all at yeah. the expense of my happiness yeah I it's interesting to me like the the uh, observation that you're making in the in the the context of a New year's resolution is capitalism. It's, yeah, it's 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 our. I want to not capitalism, is what I want, because you know everything about, uh, you know the the trends that have emerged. Quiet quitting. You mean doing as much work as you're paid for? You yeah, know, it's. Really I never cool. understood why that's been like a, <laughs> this thing that's like people. Are, oh my god, people are people are only doing what they're paid for, what they're yeah. what they're asked to do. It's like, wait a second. That's that's the con. That's the contract that we make. Yeah, that's that's the deal. Yeah, I, maybe maybe I think I've been quite quitting since I was about seventeen. It it is an interesting kind of uh, uh, social contract, well, a contract that you have with 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 life, in that you're going to somehow do past your ability to accomplish things as a human being, and the promise of life is that you can do anything, and the world is open, and miracles can happen. Nothing, none of that ever happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What what it seems to what happen is what you strive for every day and less and less than what you strive for so the then, best. go ahead no no if, was, you, if you strive for a hundred strive for 150 percent maybe you'll get 80 percent of what yeah you want. your fridge breaks down and there's a cat in your wall and there's all this stuff that's going on yeah i didn't i didn't try for any of that stuff Ugh. 
Michael? Uh, the person that has the best kind of quiet quitting job is whoever is a uh, uh, like a one inning or one out reliever in baseball. Yeah. Where like you're literally out there to throw anywhere between one and like 13 pitches and then you're just done for the day. Like yeah, you're not expected to come back. Exactly. You're not expected to do anything more. You don't have to go out. You're not trying for like a starting job. You're not the closer. You're just this guy that like throws hard to left-handed people only in specific situations. And you're just like, Hey, I made $2.3 million a year. <laughs> for, for like doing one, like uh, I don't need to do more work. You can't get me out there for more. You don't want me out there for more. And you can have like a 4.5 ERA, but as long as you're a lefty, you'll have a job out there. It's nice. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe in the sports world, it's a kicker. Mm. Kickers have all kinds of pressure on them, mm. you know, and kickers get bounce around from team to team and all around the league. And there's no job security there. It feels like that if you're a left-handed pitcher, a relief pitcher, you could be below average and still get a 10, 12 year career out of it. Yeah. And that's what I want. I want a, a long <laughs> career where I'm allowed to be below average, and well compensated for it. I, I would. I, I really admire. We worked with a freelance. Uh, let's let's just say this person was a, happened to be of the generation of millennials and was a freelancer, and who was also working for an outside agency to pick up some some slack for some work that's pick up the overflow work. Well, this person was really good at not at saying no to work. So here's a person who's hired to be the, the relief pitcher to come in and actually pick up the slack. And this person would only work between hours of nine and five, would not work on weekends. Um, whenever you offered them, asked them to do things, they said, I'll think about it. Like they, they, they were, and then um, even when they would offer to do something, then they would kind of turn it down. Like, uh, hey, do you want me to re-edit that video? Uh, to make it shorter and more impactful for the YouTube audience. Yeah, that's great. Okay, well, I don't know if I can get to that. But you <laughs> just suggested it. Like, hey, do you want me to ship back that hard drive? Yeah, that would be great if you could do that. Okay, that can't be. T I don't think I'm going to get to that until next week. See, that's taking being a, that's taking being assertive to an absurd absurd level. There. <laughs> I guess so. It's like the so. opposite of me. Well, I. When you become, when you're hired to be a solution, and you become a problem. That's that's when I can imagine people don't want to work around you with th that much. But when you're the person who absorbs everything, you know. And my peeve is, I I'm trying to be. I, I tend to be how you are, Richard, where you're like I, I will shoulder the burdens, and then and then I've worked in communication a lot and corporate communication. And a lot of times, I'm talking to people about the the rainbow program or the find your, find your, your, your parachute program. There are all these things that, that the employer is doing to try to make everybody self-actualized like yoga Monday. Like I don't have time for yoga Monday. I have to write an article about yoga Monday. Uh, right. Never a time for me to eat the free cookie because we're too busy communicating about the free cookie or bake. We got to bake the free cookie. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so we are at halftime. I have officially set Jeff off, Michael. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're at halftime, and um, this uh, halftime is is brought to you by um, Buddha in Buddha in the Cloud Mountains, which is uh, Richard's new resort where he is um, uh, giving oh. a, yo a yogic uh, experience in the mountains of Tibet. 
blue and there's white snow caps and there's like a knickknack shelf back behind there too uh okay and he also has um he also has brian wilson's beard yeah <laughs> both both the uh, former giants and dodgers closer and all the <laughs> either 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 one works either one all right so we're back in michael winfield's gonna let us know his third uh, my third choice is one that um, I might have mentioned a week or two ago. I can't remember, but it is it involves listening to like full albums, like musical albums. Oh, like wow. right. it's something that I've um, I try to kind of renew almost every year. It's nothing that is like important other than I'm trying to. Uh, better myself or educate myself or just enjoy something more than I'm giving myself like this little snippet of. I have um, kind of this weekly thing that I do where I listen to a couple different um, like music playlists through like Apple Music and one of them is like new music. They have new music playlist and I don't know, they add 30 to 40 songs on there every week. Sometimes they're, they're repeats from the week before, but I tried to listen to it or at least I listen to 30 seconds of a song before I skip it. And like, ah, oh, I got to hate this. I hate this. But often I find new stuff that I like, and then I'll just listen to that one song. But it's so rare that I'll like dig deeper into exploring like a deeper catalog of whatever this person's put out. Oh, if they like one song, maybe I'll like the other song. It's so, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a, a time thing, or maybe it's just a, um, I don't, you know, or like a, I don't want to get hurt thing. I don't want to download an album or whatever, and then have this thing that now at some point I'm going to have to get rid of when like eight out of the 10 songs are kind of yeah. sucky. Right. And I think it's like, maybe it's just like an old school uh, kind of imagining of how like, oh, now I've got this record. I, I could just delete it. It's not like it's that big mm -hmm. a deal. Just get rid of whatever. But there's a certain effort that's involved in all of it. There's time invested to listen to a 40 to 60 minute album. But then again, I'm listening to nonsense podcasts and yeah. <laughs> flitzing around all day. So it's not like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's nothing that is changing the world. It's just one of those things that like, I always want to expand my kind of musical horizon on. And I wish I, um, remember to keep doing it throughout the year. Kind of, it's, it starts in January and ends in yeah, April. One of my, my third one was actually just listening to more new music. Hmm. I think oh, I've cool. discussed discussed on the show that I am I am someone who very much gets stuck in a rut. Oh yeah, and has the thirty or forty bands that I listen to, or the few the genres of music, the very specific you know genres and year years and types of songs that i listen to and i can only listen to nick lowe so many times jeff <laughs> you know what i mean i was in the cars listening to not all it's, it's like i'll take a break from nick lowe and i'll listen to brinsley schwartz and then some rock pile nick right lowe. that's all that's all nick lowe. <laughs> exactly so i can only there's there's only so many times i can listen to the same songs and I remember having this conversation on the podcast and complaining about new music and, and Michael kind of rightfully giving me, pushing back on me a little bit that maybe if, if I were to be better at listening for new music, I would find stuff that I liked. 
So I went ahead and I have replaced the uh, the 70s on 7 channel on my radio for the for Sirius XM with the uh, Sirius XMU channel. Hmm. And I'm trying to make notes of, hey, that's a song I like. And I'll, I'll write it down on my phone when I get out of the car and try and listen to a few more tracks from an artist if I like them and decide if, hey, maybe I'll listen to a whole album or there you go. go into the back catalog. So I'm making the effort to try and be, to not, because I do feel like that once you reach a certain age, you have to make an effort yeah. to listen to new music. It's not something that just sort of, when I was in my 20, teens and 20s, new music just seemed to be around me all the time. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like that's the same anymore. And it's, I don't know if that's, I don't, you know, I don't go to independent record stores. There's no more Tower Records. I can't get the Tower Pulse magazine to hear what they're recommending. There's no yeah. more 120 minutes on there. This sort of like monolithic thing that kind of tells you, oh, there's a new uh, Stereo Lab album out and here's a song and you can listen to it and go, hey, I really like that. Maybe I should get the album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's weird because there's so, it, there's so many ways to experience new music now. But at the same time, there aren't as many sort of, like I said, outlets that are just the one place where you go to say, to have your taste sort of shaped. Yeah. I, I, I've tried to remember that music changed from a socialization, socialization tool to a wellness tool for me. It's now it's the stuff that grandpa listens to when he wants to relax. It used right. to be the thing you did to try to stay cool among your friends and I'm not trying to be cool for nobody anymore. <laughs> Grandpa just wants to listen to his his Victrola to try to think about the time when he was doing the Lindy Hop, you know, uh, out there at the, after the ice cream social. Like it's it's a way to be comfortable. Versus back in the day, you would probably listen to like John Zorn to try to be crazy, you know, to try to go out there edgy, on the edge, yeah. edgy, yeah. And I think you maybe are encountering what I am in that nobody's trying to sell us anything anymore right. <laughs> all those all those music outlets that are trying to shill out um the latest thing you know they've got uh, um acne medicine and and energy drinks <laughs> that, that's sponsoring what they're doing and we just ain't buying that stuff so i told but i totally understand it had if there was an old fart music network i'd love to find out about that because um but no that's not the one you want you don't want that one you don't want the old fart music network I want the new music for old farts. there that's you go I, yeah, that's, that's what, what I mean. Is. Like, you th- I think you'll think this is cool because it's like if blank was updated. Okay, yeah, I, I can do that. You know, or if it's, it's cool because blank. You know, it's it's the new version. It's pushing your boundary, but here's the reason why you can kind of like like with food. You know, there's I don't know. You go to some restaurant, they might have a new take on, <laughs> on hot dogs or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Um, uh, all right, so Winfield, is this your fourth? Yeah, this is my last okay, one. Okay, okay. Now, this one is incredibly, not petty, but on the lowest scale possible, oh, I could imagine. It's finally defeating the final character in Super Punch-Out. Oh, oh. Now, listen. I When I was a kid, I used to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out all the way to the end. Could never get past uh, Mike Tyson. Just, I couldn't do it. Could never beat him. Uh, 
Same yeah, disease, just by the way. impossible. Just uh, felt just impossible. Like the most, I'm sure that there's a trick and a pattern and all that stuff that I never learned. But by the time that I kind of aged out of my NES and into the Super Nintendo and then into uh, N64, I just it just was like the one of those games that I just could never do it. Could never do it. But I have like this little Super Nintendo here, you know, like this little Super NES Mini, and I have Super Punch Head on there. Man, I can get up to that Mad Clown. He just beats my ass. <laughs> I think he's pretty much uh, as same as like Bear Hugger, but I don't know. He's got clown powers. There's a few. There's a few people on there that I'm just like, I just haven't had that time to get to the end. And this is one of those games that I feel like, all right, if I'm patient enough, and if I put in the time, I can finally beat this goddamn Nintendo boxing game that's been vexing me for so long. years old yeah yeah because it's basically a... the same thing right you know mike tyson i'm sure is going to be based on based on whoever the final boxer is in this game is there a tutorial or anything you can do that you didn't have when you're you know, oh, i don't want to do that oh all right that's not that's that's like um i'll do stuff like that all the time i, I don't know that's i think that's part of it too is like what is this was this res- it's like a challenge to yourself it's can i defeat this as if i was 11 years old and oh, there yeah. weren't you know i don't have the nintendo power guide to <laughs> flip through yeah. and be like ah punch him in the belly <laughs> yeah let's <laughs> oh, see oh, i never thought about it in the gut in the bread yeah, basket the, <laughs> oh, the giant fat guy hit him in the tummy it doesn't work all right man Freddy, what, you. what's your last one then is it the same as what Michael just said? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same thing, except mine's no, it's not. I am um, the I, end guy. I am the end guy. I want to become the end guy. I want to beat Michael. <laughs> yes, I am. My goal is to become Rick or Nick Bruiser. <laughs> and um, no, my my last one's very specific to the podcast. It's to do more work on marketing the podcast this year. Oh, what a hero! So, yay! Um, I mean, we've been doing this for seven years now, and we've got like a a small but loyal following. You know, I'll get people who post on the Facebook page or, you know, on on our Twitter. Can't we still have a Twitter, even though it's you know evil and awful? Still have Twitter. Um, who post things like, "Hey, you know, just listen to the episode and it's great." You know, we're coming up on twenty thousand listens of the uh, show. That's a that's a milestone we're going to be hitting probably this month. That's neat. That's neat. So that's fun. Um, but I think it's, we've kind of settled into a groove of like, we've got our listeners, whoever likes us, listens to us, and we can do, we do a good show. Like, I'm really confident in the quality of our show. Like, not to brag or anything, but I think sound quality is pretty good. The content is pretty good. I think it's a pretty good show. And there's, and I know Jeff, uh, Jeff was talking about this off air before we uh, hit record. There's just a lot of things that we could be doing with video, with social media. Yeah. I just, I just feel like that we've, we hit a wall with marketing and we've kind of just sort of been doing the same old, same old with it. And this year I want to try and figure out what else we can do with it, how we can break through. We're never going to be Joe Rogan and that's fine. I never, that was never the intention of this, but I think there's more we can find out there. I agree. I don't know. I'm down. I'm down. I, I got. I also thought about how much it would help to tag, <laughs> tag all those uh, episodes out there on the, 
the award-winning website too but yeah uh, guests and things like that and, and that website by the way redoing the website is what got me thinking a lot about this so i want to mm. oh want to reach out and compliment you jeff on on, on putting oh. in the effort to make the website if you guys listening guys and gals listening have not been to mount rushmore podcast.com lately it is completely redone completely completely spam and 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 <laughs> And uh, bug-free. Mal- uh, Malware-free. Malware-free. But I it looks great. Look- it's easier to find episodes now. You can search. You can use tags. You can a lot of different ways you can figure out to find back episodes, which is a big yeah. deal for us. Considering this is our my legacy, this is what I leave to the world. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it might as well be good. <laughs> it's okay. You- yeah, basically, you've got this, and you've got you hosting a fake Batman and Batman TV show <laughs> People were like... on a network that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I've got a game show that I've got a game show that doesn't exist anymore. One episode of it. You got that? That's pretty. Ex- that's exceptional. A lot of that people doesn't, love that. doesn't exist online. Nobody can watch an episode. Nobody yeah. can watch it if they want Mike, to. Michael's I've got a game been, show. I've never been able to find mine either. <laughs> What are you going to do? Well, let's just say we're going to be cult figures. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So was this super fun? I know we'll accomplish all these resolutions. Um, And let's give it up. I want to give up for the wellness ones because I I love you guys and I want you to be well. And so let me go with um, uh, Michael, um, maybe more nutrition focused in your, in your food choices. So that's one for you. Um, leaning kind of uh choosing other uh, beverages other than alcohol sometimes so there's two richer mobility uh stretching being more more lithe more gammon more cougar cougar-esque more um supine uh, supine i expect to see that that i I want to see you by the end of the year in a Mr. Pla- in a Plastic Man outfit with his big white glasses, <laughs> just bending yourself into a pretzel and or like a park bench. Please. We'll see. Was we thought it was a red tire roll into the room. Yeah. And then being more assertive at work because um, you're such a wonderful family, and I'm sure they would love more 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 dad time. So, all right, this has been the Mount Rushmore of the thing that we do. I'm never Jeff. I am resolving to be Richard. <laughs> I'm Michael. Hey, never, he never bites. Never bites. <laughs> I ain't playing your Maybe next year. Maybe I'll resolve next year. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. <laughs>